there are things that you can do to improve your situation to take you to a more positive space and when you're in a positive space that's when better things happen that's when opportunities come and you meet people and things change and shift but it all starts with making that decision to take action hello and welcome to not your forever job the show that helps you figure out where you're going and what you're doing in your stem career so whether you work in science tech engineering or anything that is related to that or maybe you want to work in these areas then this is the place for you now obviously what I talk about is career support and advice and this can be related to other industries as well and other careers so if you're watching and you're not in a sciencey uh, related subject or career then that's cool too and um, because you can take away some of the tips from it as well but I'm an engineer <laughs> that's what I do so this is just the area of expertise and my own personal experience as well so Today, I've got a really interesting episode because I received a really great question to do with feeling happier at work when you can't actually quit or leave. And this is something that can be quite difficult, to be honest, because not everybody can just get up and leave your job and quit and things like that. So, you know, how do you deal with these situations when you can't leave? So this is the question that I actually got. Okay. So this is the question that I received. Hi, Hayley. I've been feeling unhappy in my engineering job. Nice engineering. Love that for about a year. I can't leave. So I don't know what to do. My question is, can I feel happier at work without actually quitting? Thank you so much, Daisy. So this is a really great question. Thank you so much, Daisy, for putting this in. Firstly, you know, I'm sorry that you're feeling rubbish at work and you're unhappy. I mean, it really does suck. So my heart goes out to you. And if anybody else is watching or listening and you're not feeling good at work, then I really feel your pain and I get it. And it's difficult. It's really, really challenging to deal with. And as you've said, Daisy, you don't actually want to quit. Now, it's interesting because I don't know from this why you can't quit. So if I was talking to you face to face or anybody face to face, my, my first question would be, would be, well, why can't you leave? Why can't you quit? And often there are quite a few different reasons why somebody can't leave. It could be something like you've got a work visa with a particular company that you're with or maybe you're doing a master's and an apprenticeship or something like that and you need to get to the end of it before you can actually think about moving on. And then there's people who are trying to leave, trying to do some job searching. And this is where a couple of my clients are at right now. So they're ready to move forward, but you know, that takes time. So you still need to stay put before you move on to a different situation. So you're job searching, but you still need to deliver and put up with your job that you're unhappy with. So I think it's a really interesting one of thinking, okay, well, you know, can you feel happier without leaving? And a lot of this is pretty much a mindset thing. And it depends on how long you've been feeling unhappy. So Daisy, you've said that you've been unhappy for a year, which is quite a substantial period of time, really, to be feeling like that. So there are some things that you can do to try and shift this, but it takes action. I'm going to just highlight this here right now, because all throughout my podcast, I always talk about taking action and it's so easy to get caught up in that negative spiral of, oh, I'm so unhappy. Oh, I can't do anything about this. 
Um, it's everybody else's fault. And I'm saying this with love because I've also been in this negative spiral before too, and it's hard to get out of, but often there are things that you can do to change the situation or at least improve it. So obviously you might not be able to turn your job that you don't like into this magic 10 out of 10 thing, but there are things that you can do to improve your situation to take you to a more positive space. And when you're in a positive space, that's when better things happen. That's when opportunities come and you meet people and things change and shift. But it all starts with making that decision to take action. So that's kind of my caveat on this. Okay. So I've got a few things I think might help. And the first one is to kind of look at things from a bigger perspective perspective, a bigger picture, because often often when you're at work, you're there, you're in it day to day, you're having to deal with the people maybe who you don't like or a boss that's difficult and you're firefighting and you're just in it and you come back and you're tired and it's really challenging. But what happens is often you kind of separate yourself from the work, work is rubbish, you come home, you do things to make yourself feel better, which is good. You know, you get space, but then you never give yourself time to actually think of things from a big picture of, okay, well, why? (laughs) The big question, why? Why are you in this job right now? Why are you there? Why are you unhappy? What is this job giving you? Why is it important? How does it fit in with your career and your goals and your vision of where you want to go? So it's important to kind of lift yourself out of all of the day-to-day rubbish and really get some brainstorming. I love brainstorming. I love spider diagrams. And to map out and to think, okay, well, how does my job now benefit me? What is this giving me and why am I here? Okay. And when you do that, you can think to yourself, okay, well, what is it that I want in the future? Where am I going? (laughs) What am I doing? And you don't need to be thinking, oh, I want to, you know, be a project manager, or I want to be the specific, do the specific job. What I'm talking about is deciding the lifestyle that you want, deciding the type of people you want to work with, how you want to feel in the morning, you know, what you would love to be able to talk to people about, what you want your days to be like. So big, picture stuff okay and when you do this it means that you can start rooting yourself in a vision for your future and this is where you can start thinking about purpose you know what fulfills you what brings you purpose and where you're going so suddenly you know instead of just in this day-to-day grind you're lifting yourself out of it and you're looking at things from a higher level and you're noting down okay well why am I here why do I want to do things? (laughs) What does this job actually bring me? And I'm sure that you can come up with some, some things around this. It could be that your job right now is helping you to get to another stage that you want to get to, or maybe it's part of a grad scheme where you're doing a rotation and it's really good on your CV if you stay with this company, or at the end of two years, you're going to get a master's degree. So then you can go on and do something else. There's so many different reasons why you might be where you are. And sometimes that reason can be purely financial and that's okay. You know, if it's, you know, you're there because you need to earn money, and you're supporting people, that's okay. If you're there because you want to go traveling in six months time and you actually need to save up money, that's okay too. But the the thing is you have to know why you're there and be really, really clear on what this job is bringing you. Now, 
often unhappiness stems because you bounce from day to day without knowing why you're doing what you're doing. You're just there, you're just doing it. And there's no reason, there's no fulfillment, there's no purpose to any of it. And suddenly you just wake up and you're like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? So the only way to bring more meaning really to your days is to root yourself in purpose, to root yourself in a future vision, to have an aim and a goal. And it doesn't need to be something specific or tangible. It can even be a feeling, the goal of wanting to wake up feeling good or the goal of contributing to society, the goal of being a game changer within your industry or simply the, the goal of being able to one day buy a house in the countryside and being able to afford that and have that sort of lifestyle. It's important to get in touch with yourself to get clear on these things. So it's reflection. So my action that I would give you, Daisy, and, and anybody else who's listening or watching is to basically just book out a couple of hours of your day sometime and get brainstorming, go somewhere like a, a coffee shop or something, put your headphones in, put on some tunes and just reflect and see where you're at and just connect your job to a vision or a purpose, right? And there always will be. Now, if you dig deep enough, there is always a reason or a purpose to, to why you're doing what you're doing. And then if, if there isn't, and if you're still struggling, and if you haven't thought about leaving, I would ask you the, you know, the devil's advocate question of, well, why aren't you thinking about leaving? Why aren't you thinking about moving on or making a change? It could be because you're scared. It could be because you feel like you're not good enough to get another job. There are so many different reasons why you might be feeling held back from looking further out or, or looking for a change and all of that is so valid and the fear that surrounds making a change is real and it is scary and daunting to change job or try and you know get out of your comfort zone so I really understand all of that kind of stress but you won't get anywhere without taking the time to just step back and reflect so that is the first step that I would really suggest and I've got an episode that I would recommend for you, which is episode two. So going right back to the beginning of this podcast and the purpose of this podcast, which is how to find fulfillment and purpose in your career. So I really recommend you listening to that one. So that is step one. Step two, kind of action two, root yourself in being grateful. And you might have heard of gratitude diaries or gratitude journals or something like that. But it's to remind yourself of all of the benefits and all of the positives that come with your job and actually be grateful for them because no doubt there will be positives, whether it's just money or whether you're gaining skills or whether, you know, you're getting new experiences or your company is funding you through something that you wouldn't usually be able to afford. No matter what, there will be a benefit or a positive to why you're doing what you're doing. It could be even that within your job, you get to help people or you can see a direct impact on how your job helps other people, which can be really fulfilling actually. So it's writing those down, being clear on those. You can even every single day write down five things that you're grateful for about your job and about the people that you work with. And if there's somebody that you don't like at work, then something that I, I tend to recommend my clients is to actually try and write down three things that you like about the person you dislike. And this can be really tricky, 
But there is usually something about a person that you can at least respect or you understand. And that is a way to try and bridge the gap when you're resentful or you don't particularly like a certain person at work and they're making your life hell. It's a way to bridge the gap between you thinking, okay, well, I don't like you. I don't like how you treat me, but at least I can respect you for this one particular reason. And it it could be something completely unrelated to work. It could be that you just think they're a really good dad. (laughs) Maybe they've done something for their child and you think that's really good. Anything that you can do to try and increase that respect or that kind of that likeness towards somebody else. So yeah, being grateful for your job. And it's such a simple thing. And it's something that we miss out because you can get into that spiral of, you know, I don't like where I am. It's really difficult. And you might say to me, Hayley, but it is really difficult. And I know, I know it is. But, you know, if you don't want to quit, if you don't want to change your situation, you have to accept your situation, right? And if you don't accept your situation and if you don't try and change your mindset around it, then you're just going to have another year of feeling miserable. So it's your choice to some degree as to how you react. So you can't really change how people treat you or the situation, but you can change how you react to the situation and how you treat other people. So you do have a choice in this. And an episode that I would recommend listening to is episode 20, which is all about happy mindset tools. So being grateful is is one happy mindset tool, but it's important to implement others as well. So I'm talking about tools that you know, help you to feel good about yourself. It's eating well and and staying healthy, but also looking after your mind and your body so that you can go into work if you're feeling unhappy, feeling as strong and as positive as you can be. Because when you do that, you're basically resetting every single day. Yes, you had a rubbish day, but can you reset that rubbish day? Don't let it pile up because then it becomes uncontrollable and you just weigh down and you know it can be really really challenging so definitely listen to episode 20. Okay so number three is all about solving the issues. Okay so we've talked about kind of the positive side of things and I've said focus on the positive but you know it's true if you're unhappy there are going to be issues there's going to be negatives there's going to be things that you wish you could change which is all brilliant well not brilliant but at least having clarity over what you want to change is a good thing because (laughs) you can take action to change it. And this is a really important thing. Okay. So Daisy and anybody else in this situation, you're at work, you feel unhappy. Okay. My first question would be, okay, well, why are you unhappy? What is it about this work that you don't enjoy? Why don't you enjoy it? Is it a person? Is it an environment? Is it a situation? Is it the type of work? So get clear on why you don't like it and what it is about your work that you don't like. Then think about the vision that you set yourself. You know, think about your career as a whole and think to yourself, okay, are there any gaps within your job now? Are there gaps that are preventing you from reaching your vision? Or is this job actually directly helping you towards your vision or towards where you want to go in your career? So you have to, I guess, if if we're being scientists and engineers here, you're doing an analysis, right? of your situation, you're doing a gap analysis. You need to look across everything and think, okay, where are the bad spots? Where are the red spots? Where are the issues? And then where are the gaps that aren't being fulfilled? What are they? And then 
the next step, which I always talk about, is taking action. So it's how can you then problem solve to try and solve some of these issues? Now, it could be as simple as, you know, if you don't like your environment at work, if you don't like the office or your particular desk, can you change where you sit? Have you ever thought about asking whether you can sit by a window or getting a stand-up desk? Or if you're lonely and you're bored, can you implement like a weekly catch-up over coffee where you're not allowed to actually talk about work, but you talk about other things? You know, there are ways that you can solve your issue and improve your situation and you can take control of that. You can take charge of that. You don't need to wait for somebody else to do that for you. But in order to do that, you need to be clear on what it is that you don't like and what the problem is. So I have got a career clarity guide. If you've not already downloaded this or if you're new to the podcast, then this is a guide, a PDF, simple PDF downloadable guide. And there's questions in there that basically is an analysis. It helps you do an analysis of your situation now and it helps you understand what it is that's missing and what it is that you're not enjoying and then trying to identify where you can make some changes. And I think doing this is really, really powerful because instead of kind of letting life happen to you, instead of being like, oh, it's not my fault because this happens, you're changing your attitude. You're saying, okay, I am not happy with where I am. Okay, I cannot leave for whatever reason, or I do not want to leave for whatever reason, okay. So either I'm going to accept where I am, or I'm going to do something about it. I'm going to try and change it. And I'm going to try and problem solve. And it might take you a month. It might mean that, you know, you can make one simple change that will have a positive impact on you for next week, even, or for the remainder of the year. And even if you can improve your situation by, you know, 10%, that 10% is cumulative over a year. It's going to improve your situation. It's going to help you feel happier. And when you feel like you're in control and you're taking action, you will also feel happier because suddenly you're not just waiting for other people to solve your problem. Suddenly you can realize that you have power to make a difference and to improve your situation. And that brings happiness. So definitely download the uh, career clarity guide. Um, you can just head over to my website, which is www.hayleyloren.com forward slash coaching. Okay. So the final action that I'm going to put out there for you to implement, and this is a really important one. And this is one that I definitely find gets people down. If you don't do this, you're going to feel sad, you're going to feel low, you're going to feel trapped, and you're going to feel like you're in the wrong place. And this is to be yourself. Now, it sounds simple, but it's really difficult because especially in, you know, tech tech industries and science and engineering, you know, you feel like you need to put on this persona maybe of, of feeling professional or you need to come across in a certain way and you need to pretend and put up these barriers and that can be so 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 exhausting the thing is is that you don't need to be afraid it's important that you are yourself without a mask without trying to fit in because at the end of the day 
If you feel like an odd one out, if you feel different, that is brilliant. You know, it's fantastic that you're unique because you bring something to the team. You bring another dimension, another element. And what might be making you feel unhappy is that you feel like you need to fit in with everybody else and you need to kind of hide parts of your personality and who you are, but you don't and you can be yourself at work. I'm not saying, you know, be all of yourself. (laughs) We all want to be private, but, you know, allow your personality to come through, allow your quirks to come through, be yourself. If you're passionate about something outside of work, but you feel like you have to hide it in work, don't, because it's amazing how, when you open up, other people will open up as well. And especially if you know that you're not going to be at this company for, you know, the long term, then fuck it be yourself give less shits lots of swearing I'm really sorry if you have a kid in the room but life is too short to go around pretending and putting on masks and and not being yourself and you know science engineering tech anything's to do with building helping people changing people's lives you know you 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 impacting the the world around you. This is exactly the sort of place where we need personalities and diversity and different types of people. So be yourself and allow yourself to come through. And even when you feel nervous, just, you know, do it in little bits. You know, if you feel like, oh, I can't be silly. Oh, I can't say that. Do it. See what happens. Test it out. And you'll find that actually being yourself is very liberating it's very relaxing. (laughs) And suddenly you don't need to spend all of this ridiculous energy hiding yourself. Suddenly you have more energy because you are you and you are the best person. And nobody should ever, ever be anybody else other than themselves. So please, please, please be yourself. Okay. That is my final one. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining me. And I hope that this has been helpful. And you know, Again, my heart goes out to you if you're feeling unhappy, but take control. Don't let other people dictate how you feel at work. Get in the driver's seat, make change, make an impact and take control of your career and think from a higher level, a higher perspective, because there will be positives and there is a purpose why you're there. If you have a question at all, then do get in touch. My email is hayley at hayleyloren.com. You can also find me on Instagram. My handle is at the Hayley Loren. I do add on extra tips and things like that, which can be really beneficial. And also, if you're not part of my career boost, which is a weekly email that I send out of inspiration and tips and advice for your STEM career, if you're not a part of that, then definitely go up and sign on my website. It's completely free it's just an email from me directly to you giving you some extra help so if you want to boost at the start of your week then I'd really recommend that so just head to www.hayleyloren.com forward slash coaching cool see you next time